0: Your most soul-satisfying life lies in bridging the gap in your identity. Now, you might go, yeah, that's absolutely true. But the thing is, most people don't understand what it is that needs to be bridged in that gap. And that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today, because we've all been in circles where we have had mentors, coaches, teachers, maybe even friends who have bestowed upon us the wisdom that when we are creating something new in our life, be it a business, an opportunity, a relationship to act as if, to act as if we already have it. What are the decisions we'd be making? What are the actions we'd be taking? What do we believe? Just what does it look like to feel it, to imagine it, to be that person? And that's great. That's absolutely right. But what will happen is people begin to act as if, and then when they have thoughts that come up or they fall into an old habit that does not line up with where they want to go, they get into comparison. I know I used to, you get into comparison you get into judging yourself. You get into this cycle. It's possible to get into a cycle of self-talk that is negative. And sometimes we think our self-talk is positive when it's actually negative. We believe we're doing ourselves a favor when we are not. And probably one of the most damaging self-talk scenarios is what if, right? What if people believe that they're doing a good thing by planning for problems that may occur. And they're like, what do I do if? And what do I do if? And they believe that they're planning. What they're doing is they're telling their brain, this isn't possible. I just went off on a tangent there, but let's look at this gap between identity because we get into comparison. We may find ourselves slipping into patterns and behaviors we thought we had overcome. And now all of a sudden they're showing up again. These things are related to patterns and beliefs that are running on a subconscious level. If you're experiencing these things, number one, I want you to know it's not your fault. Okay, the way that the brain makes interpretations, the way that it forms impressions, the way that an emotion can make something sticky instantly is not in our control 100%. Now we absolutely can control our thoughts. When thoughts come up, we can choose to think better thoughts. We can choose to manage our attention and where we put our attention. I apprenticed with a shaman. His name is Don Javier. And he talks about how people will meditate for 30 minutes a day. They'll meditate for 45 minutes a day. And he's what if you lived your life in meditation? What if you went through your whole day? in a state of meditation with your mind silenced. That takes a lot of practice. That takes putting down past experiences and letting them be. That takes getting out of emotions that you're pulling forward with you. I'm not talking about an, if, if an emotion comes up in the moment properly handling that emotion. So many of us carry emotions from the past so we bring that emotion with us now it's important that we always keep the lessons of what we learn but we bring this emotion with us it's stored in the subconscious mind and as we move towards this new identity something will resonate with the past and then subconsciously the mind begins to throw up these stories the mind begins to throw up these beliefs the mind throws on the brakes and says hey wait a minute this doesn't feel comfortable and it initiates thoughts around that. And then we get into fearful thinking. We can be in fearful thinking and not even know it because we're acting out of habit. We're doing what we do. We're not being mindful. And while our attention is in one place, our mind is off somewhere else. And the next thing you know, we're feeling all of this fear. Sometimes the mind doesn't even want us to feel the fear from the thoughts. So what does it do then? It distracts us. Uh, We go eat too much, drink too much, work too much, exercise too much. We end up getting into a behavior that is a distraction so that we don't notice that these fearful thoughts are taking place in the background, because the mind is constantly processing information. As long as we are awake, it is processing information. So within this gap of where we are, and where we desire to be, we have our current subconscious, I'm emphasizing subconscious, and conscious too, beliefs, stories, patterns to be this person we want to be we have to bridge the gap over those stories and we do that by neutralizing them because if we is great i've had coaches love coaches they're good for a perspective shift when we're starting to get into our stuff or when we're wanting to move a new direction But when these patterns continue to occur, when these beliefs continue to come up and they're emotional, we we have a choice. We can push them down, push them out of our mind and push through them and give our brain the message, she's not listening to me. She's not listening to me. This is dangerous. Our brain is going, this is dangerous going live on youtube having a pot this is dangerous how do we get her to stop doing this and what might happen is procrastination what might happen is we may become physically ill yes i said physically ill our mind can look back over the past and say oh when penny threw her back out She didn't have to go to work at the hospital. Now, this is something, a somatic thing that is absolutely true. This happens subconsciously with some people. Some people have chronic pain. You, You have an experience and the mind realizes that this stimulus, the pain, the stimulus of the pain means that the person gets to withdraw from an extremely uncomfortable, stressful, unbearable situation. So what the brain does is it goes, oh, when the back hurts, we don't have to show up and do this thing over here that makes us so freaking miserable day in and day out. And then you'll get into this cycle is that when the stress builds up, the back will act up. When the stress builds up, the back will act up. And I'll share with you how I know this. When I worked at one of the hospitals I was at, I I legitimately threw my back into a spasm one day. And to the point that I literally couldn't stand the back was in so much spasm. If I tried to stand and walk, I would get a shooting pain down my leg. It was not a disc. This was muscle spasm. Muscles can pull on the nerves that way. And I would go to my knees. So I had to take two or three days off to get my muscles to relax, to be able to walk, to be able to function. And after about three days, I was feeling great. The morning that I got up to go into work at the hospital, I was brushing my teeth and my muscles started spasming up again. But because I'm a hypnotist and because I had worked with people with chronic pain and hypnosis, I immediately knew what it was. And I said, you know what? You are not going to do this. I am perfectly fine. My back is fine. I am fine. I'm going into the hospital today and it went away like that it went away so was able to stop it before it became a disruptive pattern in my life so when we catch these things early and fast we can disrupt it but when we are ignoring the subconscious messages and we push these emotions down, they will come out, we can get flu, there are people who have chronic illness that is directly related to stress, they, a lot of people will have had low level stress their entire lives. And then there is a correlation between that and autoimmune disease, there is a correlation between that and fibromyalgia, there is a correlation between chronic suppressed anger and death. I've said it on this podcast before, and I'll say it again. Repressed rage is more deadly than a type A personality. And most people don't even realize that they're carrying around anger because it feels in the body like irritability, lack of patience. It feels like what people describe as anxiety because fight is on the fight or flight spectrum. So it's the same chemical. So people will feel anxious and what they're dealing with isn't anxious feelings. It's not anxious thoughts, it's anger. And I can speak to that one from experience. So identity is powerful because identity allows us to highlight those things in our life that we can address, that we can neutralize, that we can release and let go of so we can be the truest essence of ourselves. So we can have that deep soul satisfying success so that we can quiet the inner critic that is inside, whether you hear that voice or not, that inner critic is there. There's a part of us on the inside that is constantly judging How it is that we're showing up in the world, if it's safe and secure. And when we have a solid belief in ourselves, when we unconditionally love ourselves, when we fully trust ourselves, the volume on that voice goes way down. It goes way, way down. So, just something to consider. Take a look at your identity. If you're thinking about who you want to be and where you want to go, and you have any doubt you have any doubt whatsoever then there's something to bridge in that gap there's something going on subconsciously because when we truly operate from possibility when we operate from trusting ourselves when we operate from knowing that we are worthy and we are good enough then we don't doubt that. We don't doubt that. And we don't sit around and we don't wallow around And how are we going to make it happen? We just take action and evaluate and keep going. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Design Your Destiny. If you're not a member of the Facebook group, you can join me over on Facebook group, Optimize to Thrive, where I go live every week and share tips around optimizing your subconscious mind so that you can fully enjoy the life that you have created. I'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Design Your Destiny. I would love to know what resonated most with you. So just take a screenshot of this episode Share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at penny.chason and let me know what you thought. Also, if you head over to iTunes and you leave a positive review, it helps this podcast to help reach even more people making a difference, elevating humanity and mankind.